Are you recording? Now? I am. Mine sound we great? are recording. We're live. No. All right. Why does mine not sound great? Neither does mine. We're we live from down. This is podcast episode 21. Better? Are you guys done messing Stop around? It. Stop it. People don't want to hear this crap. Nice finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like you wiped left handed. Somebody's going to listen to it anyways. All right. Episode 21. This is episode 21, literally. We haven't done a podcast since May 7th. Well, that's of not 20, true. Ni- 2020. We just went over this. Yeah, it isn't true. We did do a podcast and it went off the rails politically and we did not post it. Wait, which one is that? It's the one we did it right here. <laughs> what are you laughing about? It got me. Nothing is funny. <laughs> I didn't think it was that funny. Children. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. This is why we don't do fucking podcasts. Well, you're tough together, Zig. Gosh, don't worry about me. All right. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Don't you remember? We were right here, John. We were in this studio. Yeah, we did two podcasts. I don't remember what happened with the other one. Maybe one I of them, forgot I'm to upload it. pretty sure one of them was just straight butt. It was not good. One of them was butt. The other one, I do, it went political. Yeah, it was, it not, went, good. It was, it was really not good. Yeah, I listened good. to it after, and I'm like, this isn't even, this is so off the rails. Yeah, yeah. we're all pretty much on the exact same side of the political line, and it yeah. doesn't get pretty when we get angry about it. <laughs> no, no, I didn't think anybody really wanted to listen yeah, to so. it. But here we are in January 2020. So it's not because we don't care. It's because we, we... Yeah, and another thing is, another thing is, uh, it just, life was crazy last year, and that's, shit happened. That we got, you know, life got crazy. Take your headphones off. So, uh, uh, what? it's got a door chalk in it. There's a fucking, wow. there's a Would fire you? extinguisher right there. Hunter's trying to shut so, the door and he's struggling. Oh my God, it. and it's fucking. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to keep this on the rails. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, to the five people who listen to this podcast, if you were to hang out with us, you'd have a good time. You're probably not listening to this because it's like shit. <laughs> Anyway, Don't worry, anyways, Mac. anyways, right. from here on forward, we will be doing our podcast audio only because yeah, nobody wants to stare at our faces anyways. Yeah, there might be the occasional video ones if we're out in the um, wilderness. And maybe. I'll be honest with you, we're really bad at making deadlines with just audio. And <coughs> Our season one, can we talk about that? How it almost didn't like finish? Like I almost didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah season one of our show. I had the footage for... Like four a, months. Yeah, it was quite a while. I had it for four months. It was quite I, a while. John had to get yelled at by Nico, but he didn't really yell at him. I was there. I saw the whole conversation. He yelled at me. Slapped his peepee and said, me. "We need like, you to edit this episode just by the end it has of next to week." Get done. Like normally, normally Nico's the one like, "Nah, fuck it." If you haven't, if you haven't watched that episode though, it's our best one. Yeah, I mean, so uh, by we, far we were close on some deadlines, but. We did succeed. We always pulled it out of we our We put asses. out 13 episodes. Yeah. We pretty much did them as we went along with the season for the most part. Yeah. We did, there was multiple bow fishing, deer, turkey, bear, youth deer hunts, big buck. I think there was a waterfall hunt in there. The waterfall, there's a yeah, waterfall the ditch, hunt in there. The ditch. the ditch is in there. We, did, we done did good. It didn't suck. No. So... See, why, what are you doing? 2021, <laughs> we can only hope it gets better. Yeah, so 2021, we just recorded a podcast, which will be out after this one next week, probably. Now we got this. We're going to do some episodes. I'm looking at Turkey. I think episode one's probably going to end up being a Turkey episode. Oh, for sure. That's got to be. What are you talking about? The show? Yeah, of yeah. the show. 
Yeah, I mean, we might as well not talk about what it's going to be because we never, we never actually end up. Yeah, watch it. Usually changes oh. ten times before it happens. My goal is to make it the show, but <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd like to get. I mean, coronavirus is really. <clears throat> Coronavirus screwed everything up last year. We pretty much got through turkey season in our podcast, and then it was like we couldn't meet anywhere to do podcasts, which we didn't really have anywhere to meet. The studio is one place, but um, yeah, but COVID at the beginning of it, after May, everybody was actually afraid of COVID, so we didn't hang out anywhere. Yeah, and, and you couldn't go to the bar like we were prone to do, and so it just kind of screwed everything up. It shut a lot of things down. It canceled a lot. It kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit on some of the stuff. I'll be honest. I mean, I lost out my bear. My bear hunt got canned. Um, we couldn't do the youth giveaway. That took that took a lot of wind out of my sails. I mean, that's something we all look forward to big time, and we weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. The wall, uh, walleye fishing was, like, closed yeah. while the peak of walleye yeah, run was going on. Yeah, we weren't on allowed to put a boat in the water because no. of our governor. The and uh, here tournament. we go. We're going political. Yeah, that's, again. No, that's, that's just the reason. It doesn't have to go any further. Uh, yeah, but it was crazy. Bitch. It got crazy. So, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> Jesus. Who are you talking about? <laughs> anyway. So, I'm sure uh, – you know, everybody who listens, the, there's like 15, 15 of you guys now? You're on the same page as we were last year. It sucked. It was a shit show. I mean, it would have been cool if you had more Times Up Outdoors podcast content to get you through it. But but the good news is... I think we delivered pretty pretty heavily on everything else. We succeeded. We went to Maryland. We shot a whole bunch of fish yeah. with the working class outdoorsmen. <clears throat> we did that. That was a lot of fun. And That's the modern awesome. assassin met, got to hang out with... That was a bad. That was All such them a clowns good week. kill a bunch Garrett. of shit. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett. The man behind the assassin reach. The Garrett, Garrett, Garrett whose whose first words out of his mouth to me were "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> like, nice to meet you, bud. Because <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I reached guy. out to him about the reach, and I said, if you if you get this message and you think fuck this guy, you can totally tell me to go fuck myself. So he gave me his phone number. He said, give me a call. I called him, and he said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, wow. He goes, well. I figured if I'm gonna say it, I might as well say it, say it to you, not text it to you. I was like, yeah, okay. And then he was like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, sweet. Yeah, he's a good, good guy, dudes. good dude. Yeah, we had a blast with them. Um, Nick and the whole crew. That boat was unbelievable. The show. If you haven't watched the show, the episode 13, go watch it right now. Download Carbon TV. It's free, and uh, it's such a good episode. John did a freaking awesome job. Under the deadline. John's yeah. our best editor. In a week. John is definitely the best editor and the audio guy. <clears throat> yeah, so it was it was a lot of fun. That trip was fun. The episode turned out good. You're, there's going to be more clips. I'm, we'll pump out some clips on that as we go along. Like, there's a disclaimer about that episode. It's like uh, there's so much content, right? That happened. So many things that happened that are not. Like, I could. You forgot to put in. It would have took no, oh man, yeah. it about a 35 minute. Episode. Dude, you forgot to put been, the needle. Threading the needle's not in it. I know, cause you didn't give me the footage. It's on the thing. No, it's not. It is. A hundred percent. Anyways, I, I literally looked. That would be a gigs. clip. Ladies. Anyways, but no. Dude, I'll share just, that later today. So we are very colorful, and so are they. Oh, it and was so tough to yeah. There was no way I could have put half of the content because <laughs> it was so bad. Well, there was parts where we were shooting. Fish the whole like every single like, bow had a fish on it. We yeah. just and it gets chaotic. The wind was picked up. We we're bouncing around. The boat moves at a pretty good clip the whole time. You're shooting 15 pound catfish, <laughs> trying to launch them into the boat. Truth be told, there's probably enough. There's probably enough stuff on our footage from that week that we could make another episode out of it. Yeah, 
But and then at the end of the day, if you've seen one fish get shot in the face. Yeah. You've seen them all get <clears throat> shot in the face. Maybe we'll do like a bloopers episode. It is fun shooting fish in the face. Though. Yeah. Man, is that that a fun was a riot. Dude, that is a I trip of so everything we fun. did last year. I would recommend that to anybody for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's not that much money. It's no. a fun place to go. It's a cool area. I have a huge group of buddies go for bow fi- when it comes to bow fishing. That is a humongous crew that you can have go yeah. shoot. Yeah, how many guys can Up you to get? Up eight guys, I think you said. Eight guys? Yeah. Like, Off the most badass boat. Man. The baddest in the game. You get to, and you shoot fish that you can eat, which is pretty awesome. That I can't happen. remember the price, but it's completely affordable, especially if you get a guy, a group of guys, six guys, eight guys, whatever, five guys, whatever. Mm. And, and it's not going to cost you that much money. Split the gas, drive down there, get a cheap hotel, motel. And uh, and go on Nick's boat, man. It's I'm telling you, you will not have a boring time. You might not shoot as many fish as we did, but you can try. You yeah. can try. I think yeah, we put a limit. Try. Yeah. Record. record. Yeah, he That's said he said we shot more right. fish. That was the most fish, right? Yeah. Yeah, more yeah. than uh, what's I wonder if he, he might have been just telling us that, though. Uh, he probably said that. Make us feel, you guys shot the most fish. Well, <laughs> he wanted to count them. He's serious. I'm holding that record. Don't don't downgrade that. It's like, okay, it's like hanging out with a... I haven't seen another picture that has more fish on the boat than that one. It's like hanging out with a girl. Like, oh. <laughs> and you're lying. That's the biggest one I've ever seen. Oh, wow, that's so good. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Well, now I know you lie. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, recap the last, well, since May, what have we been yeah, So that was August. That? We went September. to Missouri. So oh, you're skipping too far ahead. Yeah, wow. September. Early goose season was mediocre. Mediocre at best. Yeah, we shot a few birds here and you, there. but The fun thought- part about the September goose, though, was that we hunted a lot on sod. Yeah, and that for me is it's like hunting I, on pillows. I don't it's know so why, nice. and it, but it's so, it's so for what it shouldn't work. I only went goose hunting once. Like hunting on the sod is, should not is. work. To be honest with you, the Here way that where that is, man, it's like in the a frames in the a fr- like we literally. It's the most comfortable hunting. That ever. picture disgusts me. It was so gross. It's just disgusting photo. And there was a limit. Of how bad that those blinds looked. They were they were terrible. But and those geese were stupid, man. They're fresh. She's from shot the north. And they were like four months old. It shouldn't work. <laughs> they were like, these so, look like friends. So here's a – so I think we went goose hunting and layouts in the cut side. Yep, the harvested side. side and flooded side. Yep. Yeah. So we did that. And then I was leaving there, and I met up with your dad. I met up with Dino. And we're like, all right, we're going to get these A-frames set up, right? And you had to work the next day. for what, I was on furlough or something. So. And so Hunter's like, I'm going to grab these uh, AstroTurf fucking things from Home Depot that we're just going to lay out over us because it's the same color as the grass, right? No. Not it was close. so far off. It, it was so ugly. Yeah. So we Not decided to go with the most ugly A-frames that we could, and it looked like we put, like, some corn stalks in it and then some maybe, like, a cedar tree. <laughs> and it looked, we're like, there's no way in hell. And then... They ate it up. If it we would have stayed, we would we probably would have shot our limit, to be honest Every with you. Time. I mean, we ended up killing like So we tried to make it look so good, and then, like, oh, no, the color's off just by a tint. There's no way they're ever going to live, you know, land in this shit. Yeah. And then we put, essentially, a cornfield out there in the middle of sod. Yep. It worked. It, up. it was beautiful. We let them up, though. That was a good time. So that was September. Yeah, but that was, it was terrible. And like, then also in September, you, Hunter... Because you can't see who I'm pointing at because we're not on video anymore. Oh, yeah. Kentucky, yeah, it was kind of a big deal. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah it went to uh, south, central Kentucky. Um, let's see. And it was like September 5th, I think it was, for like five days for early archery. 
velvet hunt down there. And thanks a lot to Cody. It's not like he's going to listen to this, so I don't have to really say his name. But thanks a lot to Cody for letting us go. We hunted a private farm down there. And it's just a bunch of hay fields with some wood ridges around it. And he had seven deer that were well over 130. This isn't and a ranch. It's just no, a friend of yours. Is, yeah, this is just a buddy in the hills of Kentucky. I mean, and we I met him bow fishing with uh, our good friend Jack Van Agen when we were down there when we were young. Um, and he's always been bugging me to come down there to deer hunt. So finally with schedules lined up, myself, my dad, and my fiance Autumn, we all went down and... On opening night, Wait, he pretty much... she wasn't your fiancé at that point. Okay, well, either way. Well, this is all... We're going chronologically. He already knew. Okay. Nobody knew that. Now she was? Yes, she was. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. It was July, you fool. Oh. Jeez, oh, peace. Anyways, thanks a lot, John. Um, so, anyways, so we went down there, and we got down there the day before, looked at trail cameras or whatever. He put a blind up for us, and he pretty much said, whoever's sitting in this blind on opening night or opening morning or night should kill a deer. And there was a stud 10-point and a stud 8-point that were going in there every night. So I made sure that my dad was in there, and he kind of, you know, we all agreed, yep, he's going there, and we're going to this other one that had, I don't know how many other 100-inch velvet deer going up there. And we sat, Autumn and I sat in the morning. My dad saw a couple does, and we didn't see anything. Or we saw does when we first sat down. And then when we left, lo and behold, when we left the hunting, when we left hunting and went back to Michigan, there was bucks there 20 minutes after we left. We left, of course, 20 minutes too early. But that night, fast forward to that night, my dad shoots a stud, 130-something, I don't 132 or something. 134, I do Yeah, 134-inch, full velvet, 8-point, and it was probably one of the coolest things. I haven't seen my dad jacked up for a deer like that in a long time, and it was awesome. It was pumped. It was sweet. <clears throat> probably one of the best hunting trips. Autumn had a chance. I texted her and kind of ruined it because she looked at her phone, and at the same time I texted her, a buck happened to walk right in front of her, and first time sitting by herself so things didn't work out exactly the way that she wanted it to but i didn't see a buck that was even i didn't even grab my bow oh i did grab my bow on a four point that i was more than happy to shoot because it was in full velvet but he never came close enough of course but you know that just makes me want to go back i think autumn and i might go back see what happens this year obviously we have a wedding but well dad has to go back because he has to pick up his mount from down there yeah so either way somebody's gonna go back and somebody's probably gonna hunt and probably shoot another one so probably dad will go down there again and shoot another velvet buck <laughs> But yeah, and a 189-inch freak of nature buck was killed two miles away down the down the street. So Ugh. absolutely. Freak. And Cody hit one too down there, right? And Cody, yeah, on opening night as well. Cody stuck his buck that was probably pushing 150s, um, and it's still alive. So it'll probably throw some funky drop ten or some craziness next year. Just being be injured. even bigger. Yeah, I mean, and that year's he said it's five and a half, so it's still got another year of getting just stupid big. And where he hunts is right on. A lake, I won't say, but and it's 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 literally it goes r- like ridge, thirty yards straight down to water, and I these deer just run through people's subdivisions, and he's right in the middle of them, and it's awesome. It's huh. the weirdest thing, and it's all hayfields. Huh. I mean, it's all cattle crop. It seems like there's corn and stuff, but it was the weirdest thing. You can bait down there, so that's a big deal. You know, it seems like you put a few hundred pounds of corn out there, these deer are gonna come there when yeah, it's right. degrees, especially in uh late september like that they're still you can still get deer to yeah yeah, so summer pants still coming to bait it's kind of like wintering feeding herds yeah the testosterone hasn't gone up yet and screwed them up yeah i mean it was crazy just in the one the you know five days we were there you watched them they were every day every day every day every day and then we hunted and it was cold it was like the same weather that first day and then it got warm again and they all just scattered so i mean it 
it's crazy to see how fast just in that September change one week they can start getting into their fall patterns. And it was. Did he send you pictures of throughout the whole year? Oh. Yeah, throughout the whole summer. When, at what? When did they get hard over there? Um, <laughs> probably during the <laughs> rut. But <laughs> no, uh, they got hard horned. It was shortly after. I mean, when we were there, there was people that were shooting bucks that were out of velvet already. So it's it's like up here, you know. Yeah, the taxidermist said he doesn't get a whole lot of perfect velvet bucks, right? Yeah, well, no, he gets a bunch of them, but he said he's never shot a perfect velvet oh, buck okay. yet. But he lives down there. And yeah, so he lived. It's not like it happened. Fifteen minutes. Everybody, you was. don't just get to shoot one because you're down this right time. Yeah, I mean, I where we were at, I I know he I know he never, he's never hunted his farm. He owned it for four years, but he's always hunted his in-laws' place, so he never hunted it. And he knew there were some big deer that got killed around there, but he never ran trail cameras or nothing. And this year, it totally changed his game. He's going to yell at you for playing with that in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was September for – or that was the rest of September for me anyways. I, uh, <laughs> nothing else pretty much happened there. All right, Scotty, you had September, right? You had September youth was – yeah, you thought it was great. Both girls got a deer. Austin didn't come because he was uh, – football? Yeah, football. Yeah, football. He was in the playoffs, wasn't he? No. Not the youth. It was September. Oh. It just started. Um, but he's on – quarterback now yeah so the girls we we went to my dad's like usual traditional and we got uh one doe the day the first day the evening hunt and then the second day uh aubrey took aubrey out and got her doe um in the evening again we didn't see anything in the morning she got stung by a bee in the middle of dark and (laughs) did it come from your blind (laughs) came from the blind behind the blind that we were in (laughs) oh the one if you watch the episode you'll see because i had to pull a uh giant beehive out of our normal blind that we sit in was that a beehive or a wasp it was it was uh, a yellow they were yellow jackets <clears throat> yellow jacket i don't know was that it's a hornet is a hornet yeah. okay so it's a hornet um okay. and then uh <laughs> your bugs bro <laughs> <laughs> read a book <laughs> so it was a good weekend um, um addison like had a meltdown before <laughs> before she shot her deer it was intense. Uh, I didn't put that in the episode. I mean, you see a little bit of it, but she kind of begged me not to. Um, she like freaked out. It was kind. It was for me. It was really it's weird because it's not her first year. No, it was super. It was like a. It was a moment. It was like a, a test for me because I was like, "Holy shit! What am I? I don't even know how to deal with this." It's, it's a little girl who is crying her eyes out. Um, and I don't know why. <laughs> she doesn't either. So <laughs> I guess it's the you age. you got to write a fine line where you don't want to push the issue. Too yeah, and I, and I did. If you watch, It's kind of funny if you watch the unedited foot footage. I'm actually really proud of the way I handled it. But there were a couple moments. It was like 20 minutes of her crying. And this deer is like moving back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is going on with you? But at the same time, I'm like trying to be nice to her. I'm like, all right, you know, what, you know, what, I thought maybe she didn't want to shoot it or she was afraid or like, like John said, that's not her first deer. She shot two deer already. Um, she was afraid to shoot the gun. I, th- I guess is what she told me afterwards. She thought it was going to hurt, which doesn't make sense because she shot that gun a million times. Um, I guess I got to get her shooting more. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. She just got super emotional and then she shot and then dropped it. And then she was all smiles. So, uh, which I was worried because I was like, maybe she feels like I'm forcing her to shoot this deer. And she's changed her mind. I don't want to shoot deer anymore. But no, after <laughs> nice. Afterwards, she was uh, she was all smiles and she got over it. And, and Aubrey shot one the next day and she's stone cold. She doesn't have any emotions, I don't think. 
<laughs> she just basically was like, did I kill it? <laughs> yeah. Can we go get it now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, but it was a good weekend. It was a lot of fun. Put some meat in the freezer. Took the pressure off of me for shooting a deer. I, at that point, I don't need to shoot a deer because I don't – I mean, we eat pretty much only deer all year long. We don't really eat a whole lot of red meat from the from the grocery store. So my wife does put a little bit of pressure on me to get deer in our freezer because she enjoys the lean protein that comes out of it. So that took the pressure off me because we had two. And then I go into deer season, my own bow season, with with the, the thoughts of I'm just going to wait for a big, bu- big old buck to come by. That was my youth. <laughs> uh, and then October. So, so then October rolls around. Yeah, nice. October was tough. Yeah, it was for, super tough. Oh, my yeah, God. hunted one and a half days. It was <laughs> tough for everybody except for you. <clears throat> I mean, we didn't kill anything till November. November. Yeah. Well, how did October go down? Well, uh, it's, in August, I no, had no, pictures. No, okay, okay go, go ahead, John. No, no, you haven't talked much. I was going to say, ahead. I'll start. No, you, in August, you had pictures. Go ahead. Okay. Tell them about your pictures. Okay. In You're Aug- in November. In yeah. August. No, I'm in October. Oh. In August, I had uh, a bunch of pictures of really good deer. Obviously, they're in velvet and their summer patterns and stuff. Um, and that was on August 21st <coughs> or something like that. It was the last time I checked my trail camera, and that's when I had the deer that I ended up shooting that I called Medusa, who ended up being a 146-inch 10-point. I, uh, yeah, that's when I knew that that was my number one target buck, and I was praying it stuck around what time was he coming in uh like an hour before dark but it was summertime so i knew he wouldn't stick around probably that much you could tell he was big in the trail cam photos and you knew he was mature deer but because his tines are so unique yeah he was not easy to score like on the hoof Mm -mm. it was like he's maybe 120 or he's 160 that's the thing when you were sending the picture that like this is my stud i'm like that's your stud? Yeah, because his tines look short, <laughs> yeah, but his main beams look like they go on shit, forever. But he had no tine length. But and then he, he didn't really look that but heavy. But he did have tine length. I, they just, everything was weird. Yeah, it, yeah he it, ended it didn't up look having that heavy. He was nine inch was, brows and 11 inch G2s and 23 inch main beams. Yeah. In the pictures, the main I. Main beams were awesome. That was incredible. Anyways, Carry October on. rolls around. Hold on, he's not done. <clears throat> no, he is yeah, done. Yeah, he's done. Because October wait. comes around and then. He is done. I hunted. He is fucking done. I'm the first. I go out hunting. Oh, yeah, this is good. And there's a thing. Throw that in the garbage. <laughs> there was an. So I went hunting in the morning. And on. Do what my son does. That morning, I saw a DNR officer, and there was some stuff that happened. We had a problem with trespassers. <laughs> and illegal baiters. And Pe- illegal, peanut illegal, butter. And illegal baiters and stuff. So. Hold on. We just laughed at that, and it sounds like it could be somebody of us. It's it was not us. It was not us. None of us. But at the end of the day, I had DNR on my property, and I'm trying to hunt. Quite a lot. And I've got good pictures of a, a really stud, like a nice 10-point, probably 125 inches. I mean, nice, something that I would shoot, maybe 130. Michigan, all day. Michigan stud, all day. So I'm like, I'm going to shoot him because it's been fucking One three years. Five. <laughs> Kill it. On the first, I see him off into the corner, so whatever. And then I deal with the DNR officers. I talk to him. And on the second, I go sit back up there. And I'm like, you know what? I've got to shoot this buck or a buck because I don't know what's going to happen with this DNR officer being here. And 
is my lease going to get screwed up because of whatever is going on, the drama that is ensuing with the DNR officer. <laughs> and uh, so I have a nice little eight. He's probably, I don't know, 118 inches, maybe 100, whatever, 117 inches on the hoof. Pull my bow back. It's awfully, it really. It's very <laughs> specific. Yeah. Sm- not a big buck. But I'm like, I, well, I don't care. Draw back. He's at 30 yards right here. Let my arrow go right over his back. I'm talking, uh, never mind, not right over his back, by a fucking mile over his back. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the footage. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? I looked at it, and I'm like, god damn it. So then keeps coming, and then I see a little freaking possum come out. Draw back, and my bow, it's weird. I could feel it pulling just down, straight down. And so when I looked at my cam, the top cam wasn't even engaging because I blew it up. <coughs> the whole cam exploded. <laughs> like the, I don't, I'm not a bow tech, but the thing that holds my, my cable on my cam, on the side of my cam, yep. was in a thousand pieces. Oh, neat. So I was kind of really pissed off. I was actually did really Did you throw your off. bow at the possum? Oh, I almost did. All I'm, while that happened. All while that happened, I get a tech. Cause, so I'm posting on the gram like the whole time, like, man, I just missed one. Like, ah. <laughs> and I get a call from Hunter, like, what happened, bud? I'm like, he's like, we could have doubled. <coughs> and then I shot 146 inch ten point <laughs> at 12 yards on film. <laughs> and I was super excited and I felt super bad for John for like 30 seconds. And then I was excited again because <laughs> it happens. But yeah, so then I ended up shooting a, my biggest deer ever. Mind you, that was a, a, a so I could just stop talking for this. Whole, that was the last time I hunted. <laughs> this year. Yeah. Well, we'll bring you back in November. Yeah, we will. But yeah, so yeah, ended up shooting uh, the that my number one target buck, who actually I got sent photos of two miles down the road as the crow flies, on somebody else's farm. No shit. In September, right before he shed velvet. Yeah. Wow. And he had pictures of them all through September, I guess, hard horned and everything. Oh my god. And then I, it I'm telling like you, man, right these deer. You, which some of them sticking around in the same area, and some of them just he go wherever. He would have been to the north, like direct or. No, to the uh, east. I'm trying to okay. think how I'm sitting. Come yeah, on. to the east. I'm trying to think about how like where that road is. Yeah, so he was like directly east, pretty much from where I was at. Through the through the neighboring farm and all. Yeah, that through yeah. across the woods, across the road, and then down even further that way, to the east even more. Like literally almost two miles on as on actually, you know, straight line as a crow flies. It was like 2.01 or something miles huh. to that farm where he was at, and then on October 1st. At 6.45, he walked right in front of me, or right in front of my blind, or tree stand and blind. I have one for both winds, where I ended up shooting him. And then October 2nd, he came out at, like, it was, like, 5.45. Yeah, it, w- it, it was, was early. It was super early. Yeah. It was, it might have been, yeah. You know, I think it was 7.45 the day before, something like that, or 7.25, right before dark, the on October 1st. And then when I killed him, he was an hour before dark, because I ended up sitting and hunting still. And that was awesome. That yeah. footage is pretty sweet, too. That, that, that's, that's another episode, episode. What? I don't know. 10, 11, 12? I think it's right before the last one. It's 12. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. No, there's your the yeah, second youth hunt, so it's 11. Yeah. 11. Yeah. That's got a, you shot a doe on opening day, too, yep. right? opening morning <coughs> I shot a doe. Actually. Yeah, it's a double killer. Not many people know, but I emptied my quiver. I missed a doe, shot a doe, and then missed a doe again. Trying to fill the freezer. You didn't tell me about the second miss. You told no. me you missed a doe and then I shot it. I doe. missed a doe really far, smoked a doe, and then I... Still think the other doe just 
caught the arrow and threw it on the other side of it somehow without, I don't know how I missed it, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I blame the fact that it was a totally different broadhead, but that's fine. <laughs> I ended up killing a giant buck and three more does throughout the season, so. So that's October 2nd, and then chronologically speaking, you're next? Well, then we went to Missouri. Yeah. Oh, October okay. was kind of like a dud. There, oh, no. Other oh, yeah, than no. Hunter. Yeah, I, other than that, we, we I hunted. I, did, I never even saw a buck. I, oh, no, I did. So on opening day, I went out. We had that cold front in the first couple of days of October. What? I'm going to What are you doing? Kill you. I don't know. That's Scott being I'm bored. <laughs> Your stories are boring. <laughs> you sound like my wife. <clears throat> we, uh... <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. We had a pretty major cold front moving early October. So I hunted a buck that I had seen in a bean field. I was like, I'm going to put my – I had a tree stand where I thought he was bedded down at. So I set up there. I hunted all morning. I saw a few does. Climbed out of the tree stand at like 10 in the morning. Go to leave, and the damn thing stands up. He was like 70 yards away the whole time bedded up. How was the weather? It was cold. It was cold. He's probably going to walk right by you too. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he probably would have stood up and went into the oaks flat that I was sitting on. But he didn't. He looked at me and said, oh, shit. And then he ran away, and I never saw him again. And then, I, like, a few days later, I saw my number one buck out there on that farm, on that particular farm. Never saw him again. And then that was it for October. October just sucked after all that. Yeah. And you guys went to Missouri. We Missouri, some, uh, we Missouri was good, a f- We had some good hunts in October, didn't we? For what? Did we duck hunt? Or, uh, I mean, I killed some. I mean, I think I we have to talk about Missouri. Our opening duck day oh, yeah. sucked. Missouri was... Missouri was a high and a low, man. Missouri was, was, to me, super, super high. Super, like, I hate myself low. Yeah, but so, to me, Missouri. He's got something. What? Back in September, we did have an awesome youth waterfowl hunt and veterans hunt. That was fucking cool. Where's the video footage of that? Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, so it ended up. <laughs> Did you not film it? We filmed it, but it was super it. tough. I've it, seen it. If you've ever tried Damn. to film just strictly wood ducks coming about 5,000 miles tough. over your back left shoulder Three and then they're landing. Not gonna like, do boom, it. Boom, as fast as you can think of. Yeah. yeah. And it was, I Sounds mean. Sounds like you failed. No, it was awesome. Good job. It, we we <coughs> succeeded awesome. They, everybody shot their limits of wood ducks. Yeah, we didn't shoot any mallards or anything. And we got a three-pack of geese. Yeah, and we ended up shooting some geese, and it was a, it was a riot. Without I mean, a goose decoy in this little in this little thing. We, we went – so Hunter and I went the day before and yep. scouted a bunch of – knocked on doors. We got told no a thousand times. And, but there's one little hole we looked at on Onyx. We're like, there's a water hole back there, and it looks like it holds ducks. So we went to ask a guy – I was like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. It's like just for the one day, you know, for veteran youth. We drive back there and spook up. I don't what. Every bit of a hundred. A hundred and fifty ducks. Yeah, all woodies. All and maybe woodies. a couple mallards. Stud, but. stud woodies, and they fly to another piece of a body of water, and then we ended up dro- keep scouting and then drove back there again. Mm-hmm. To see if they were there, and they were all back. Yeah, so they all like, roosted, and we knew that we could go in there and like kill we them. We can go out there, jump shoot it, and then then go goose hunt, and then sit on it and wait for them to come back. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah, and the jump shoot was pretty much a fail. And then we came back, and it was super sunny. I mean, John and I both thought it was probably going to suck because it was not ducky weather. But no. those wood ducks came back in small groups. I think the biggest group we had was probably eight, and that's how we ended it. And then well, we ended it with a solo goose. Was oh, this solo? Yeah. Remember that single goose? We, they killed a two-pack, so cool. then they killed that oh, single Oh, yeah, yeah. They, so we got three. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, oh, go back to uh, fast forward through October. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. October sucked. So then myself, was Scott, and my dad went to Missouri. Missouri. We've hunted the east side. My dad and I went out there in 2018, hunted the east side of Missouri. 
And then we went there again. Saw some giants, but we didn't kill any. And then John and I went there in 2019 in September on opening day, September 15th. And it sucked so hard. 74 degrees. It was so hot. So I'm in, I also I'm in love with Kansas. I love Kansas, Nebraska. I love that territory. That ter- territory terrain is more of the correct word. That's fair. So we said let's go further west. There's some good public land out there. I was pretty much unfortunately in charge of picking where we went. Yeah. So I found some spots on a map. I found a archery muzzleloader. Yeah. Zone public land only because you and I looked at it the one day we worked together. I showed everybody. We looked at it pretty much all, every we day. We all agreed. We worked. We all liked it. We yeah, had a bunch of spots picked out. I mean, it wasn't like I chose 100, but I kind of like it was big. Guided it. It was big enough to give us a lot of ground to cover, and it was not too big to the point where you'd think there'd be a million people there. Oh, yeah, wait, it, wait, it, it was big. It was bigger than a lot of the pieces are, but it wasn't like the biggest one. And where it is. Like they say, Missouri's public land, pretty much the majority <clears throat> of the hunters show up from Michigan and Arkansas. They are not wrong. That's pretty much where all of them show up. So it's very far so away you're, from you're Michigan on, Arkansas. You're on the Kansas side, right? I was northwest Missouri. Yeah. Like, way northwest. So we went out there. We saw some big-ass bucks on the drive out there. Scott almost smashed this 140-inch oh dude. buck that dude, was right huge. off the bumper. It was right in front of me, and, it, and then it turned and ran. Instead of running past me... It ran in front – it came out in front of us and then turned and ran forward like my bumper was on its ass, and I was pulling a trailer. Downhill. Downhill. I've, <laughs> Nico, what was the noise that you said I made? It's just like this. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, the trailer fishtail. The, the trailer went sideways a little bit. Like I could see in my mirror the side of the trailer. I was like, oh, that's not good. It all happened so quickly. His dude. buck had kickers. He had shit off. Like, he was huge. that close that I could see the gnarly shit on his basins. He was right under the and hood then, of the truck. And then, and then, and then it was like he was like one of three that we saw. Remember that other big ass buck yeah. right on the side of the road? It was like it was crazy. We were seeing all these giants, and now, and now my head is just exploding. I'm yeah. like, I've seen three bucks that are bigger than anything I've probably seen on the hoof in like three years. And then we like. We're driving back to get our tags out in the middle of nowhere. We got to go back to the prop to the public land. It's in the middle of nothing out there, obviously. And Scott's like, "There's a shine light under my truck because we're seeing deer all over the roads." I swear to God, I pulled the light out from under my feet. Dude, I turned it. And I went, "Oh yeah!" And I clicked it on. I couldn't see anything. Pitch black. Clicked it on. There's a fucking giant. Giant right there, right in the beam of the light. I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" All three of us were like, "No way!" <laughs> it was pure luck. So we were more than excited. That and was then cool. we pull up on the public land. It's n- it's late. It's dark. We're all excited. Here's our campground. There's seven trucks so in the parking lot. Like, big oh. tents, big army yeah. tents everywhere. Multiple like, people oh per God. rig, obviously. We're like, oh, well, that's just one campsite. We'll go on to the next nice. We'll go on to the next campsite. We shoot down there. Four more trucks. Bunch of people hanging out. Well, shit. It's 30, this property was almost 3,600 acres. Yeah. Out. Something it's like it's, 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 it's 11 o'clock at night by this time. So yeah, so we're like whatever. More trucks are pulling in. Yeah, <laughs> as oh we're setting God. up camp. They all had tethered and hunting public stickers on them. Yep. So we were kind of like, well, this could <laughs> did suck. They really? Oh yeah, oh, dude. Some of them did. Most of them. So did. yeah, most of them did. They <laughs> really did. We sure saw did. a lot of tethered, and I saw a lot of hunting public. Like Ernie? What? <laughs> <laughs> dude, we saw a trailer. That one trailer went by and it had tethered across. I was like. Is that, like, it wasn't them. None of them were in Missouri. (laughs) So we went and we hunted that first morning. You ran. Scott ran into people, right? Yeah. I I walked out and I sat on a a water source because I 
I just couldn't see shit, so I just sat until the sun came up, and then I went and started walking, and I ran into one guy and went the other direction, <laughs> and then I was walking. Dude, I was walking up. I'm walking into my – the wind's in my face, and I'm going up this hill, and I'm like – I can smell. It smells like a tarsal gland is in my nose, and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like – I've heard of people saying that they've been in an area where they had a, a buck that was oh, yeah. going and they could smell it, just the wind was right or whatever, and it was warm, so I'm thinking... First week in November. Yeah, I'm thinking, holy f- shit. I mean, like, I, I'm i like, this, this is crazy. I can smell a deer right now. I mean, it is strong. I'm, I'm getting more and more up this hill, and it's getting stronger. And I'm like, damn. Were you ready to shoot this thing? Like, shoot I had head? an arrow in my neck <laughs> and everything. Dude, I'm creeping. And I look. I, I get to the top of this hill. There's a, I can see the bottom of a ladder stand. I look. This guy's there. The best part is, is that that guy had me. He, the trail, the, the hill I walked up was his shooting lane. And it, he he had to have watched me walking for about 50 yards. He watched you <laughs> knock an arrow, too, yep. probably. He watched the whole thing. <laughs> he probably watched you sniff in the air. He probably was le- like, with, and I'm walking up, and I look up, and I see him. I'm like, damn. I just put my head down, and I just, like, waved at him. And he waved back, and I walked the other direction. And then I ran into another guy, and I'm like, what the hell? By this time, it's like 1030. And we dropped you off in a spot where there was no trucks. Yeah, there was nothing there. Like all I think us, those were coming off a of private. Yeah, land. all three of us let, went and found spots. Well, that's not true. You and my dad hunted spots where there weren't any trucks. Yeah, I dropped you guys off, and then I went around to a piece. There was two trucks there, but it was a pretty good chunk, and the longest walk was on that piece. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna go. You got the rad bike. Didn't we have didn't the bike use them? Because the we had the bikes there. There were certain pieces you could use the bike, and certain ones you couldn't, and we weren't super sure. Yeah, so we. we I used. Yeah. I used mine one night. Yeah, I ended up using mine later on. That night, the second night. We went, I went in there, I'm set up, I I know, you know what, it's a lie, I pretty much shit my pants. (laughs) Like, first thing in the morning in the dark. I left my boxers under the ground in the woods out there. Wait, let me me stop and say, how many pairs of boxers are are buried in Missouri somewhere? Just one. No? You have a... Well, that was a piece of... I cut some of my shorts off. <laughs> I didn't shit my pants that day. I shit, and I wiped my ass. Oh, but you shit your pants. I sharded, for sure. <laughs> I trusted a fart I should not have. There was a lot of taquitos and Red Bull drink on the drive out there. It bit me in the ass. So I'm as I'm as I'm cleaning up my ass, I put my pants back on, and I hear grunting down... I was like off a field <clears throat> that dropped into the swamp. On the, I'm on the ridge of Pins Point. I heard some deer running around. So I'm like, all right, well, I hear grunting going on. <laughs> right. That's kind of like that. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. And then I hear it again. And I hear it again in the exact same spot. And I'm like, that's probably not a deer. And then I hear what sounded like somebody banging two orange plastic pumpkins together. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And they were like 100 yards away. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this. So I went and scouted out the morning. And I found a spot that looked pretty good. Found a couple tree stands. Came back. We talked about it. We hunted that night. I saw does. I could have shot some does. Yeah, I my, saw a couple deer that night. My dad grunted <clears> in a hundred incher. He passed up. Um, and then we kind of came. There was more trucks piling in. Yeah. So we came to the conclusion: we'll hunt the morning. If it sucks, bounce. Let's go somewhere else. So we hunted the morning. I saw, again, I saw some does. My go on, keep, no, just keep going. Right, somebody saw some does, and we left. We said, "Fuck this." Right. That was the next morning, wasn't it? I, did we hunt the next morning? No, we didn't. We no, slept. we just we slept in and we we just got up and left. Yeah, 
We went to, uh, we, we drove, what, like an hour southeast to another piece that was much smaller. Drove around that, checked all the parking lots and then the one campsite. There was like two campers in the campsite. And then there was like one other car in one parking lot. And then we drove past one dr- one guy doing the same thing we were. And we were kind of at that point like, what did you just turn off? You turned something off? Easy does it. And then so we get – I just heard something click in my ear. So we get – that at that point we were like, you know what, let's just do it, which that ended up being good. We, I liked the the camps, campsite. was awesome there. And we sat up and went out and just – Dean took the south portion of the property corner. and me and Nico went to the north. Spoken like a true dad, like fuck hunting, dude. Like the campsite was great, and beautiful. <laughs> they had hookups and everything. It was no, it wasn't like that nice, but it was nice. Like it was, it was nice gra- cut grass. And <laughs> it was, really it was easy nice to and level. It, it was get, real level. Yeah, I get my fucking, my mat out, put the awning out. So uh, yeah, so we, me and Nico went to the north side, which was bigger, wider. So Nico went west, I went east, and we. I walked for like fucking five hours that day, just hiking looking for sign that was like oh yeah like you know you you in michigan you find that every on your private land you see like you're like oh there's sign everywhere dude i was i found a dead buck like 100 yards off the road eight eight point and then i found like three scrapes no i found no scrapes i found like three rubs the whole time I was walking, I'm looking, looking, looking. I'm not finding any sign. I'm like, what the hell? There's, I'm on the edge of the of the public. And there's a bean field right east of me, and there's a cornfield north of me that's cut. I'm like, there's got to be deer in this area. There's nothing there. No, there was water, everything, nothing. I walked all the way down to that south portion. I ended up sitting, setting up in a tree the first that that first night. At like, I had like maybe 40 minutes before dark, and I I'm setting up, and I get I'm getting. In my tree, I'm like two, two climbs in. I look over and there's a there's a buck, a little spike. He's like twenty yards from me, and so I sat there and I took my camera and I started filming him a little bit, and I figured he'd leave. I I grunted at him to get him to fucking get out of there and nothing. So I said fuck it. I climbed up the tree and he get he walked closer to me while I was getting into my tree. I set up everything. He never went anywhere. He looked at me. He just he like walked around me. I got it all on a lot of it on film. This buck did not give a shit that I was in that tree, and he knew I was there. So I thought, you know, whatever. I sat there till dark. Dean was seeing deer there. Yeah, in the south end. He was, he was seeing it every single day. So then finally we. Well, we I hunted the first the first couple of days on that same chunk. I went west of you because they, yeah. they had cut private <clears throat> land had cut corn across the street from the public. I went in way deep, like Scott did, and walked my way back to the property line north. And I ended up hunting like 75 yards off the road, off of like in a corner of the private in the public. And I saw a deer coming off the private every day. I passed up two little bucks, saw a handful of does, saw an Amish kid with a crossbow. So <laughs> I thought, when I saw, honestly, it was my first night there. I set up, and like 10 minutes after I set up, this Amish kid came walking in. And he was coming to hunt my area. I'm like, oh, I'm probably in a pretty good spot. Like, this dude probably knows. It was all Amish people that lived around there. Yeah, so I'm like, he probably knows the deer. Giant deadheads on their porches. Giants. Like, I'm like, what what was that? Like, so when we went in 19, there was, like, all that managed, 
like cornfields. There was the same thing. Yeah, but there was there was no crops. It was yeah, but it wasn't like that. They so they had done some crops on that where we hunted nineteen. And it was yeah. all mowed down to nothing. Yeah. Um, this, you could tell that this had been planted at some point. This had planted trees, and they, like, cut the trails all over through it. There's been the planted trees and cut trees and burned. They did natural burns there. This was a quail management zone. Oh, cute. You were, like, if you saw quail, you were supposed to report it in this little box. And my dad so saw a bunch of quail. Don't shoot it in the face? No, you can shoot them. There, there was guys that were hunting birds up there. But then my dad was seeing bucks on the south side of the yeah. property. He missed one. Yeah. Right? Was that the second day he missed one? Yeah. There? Our second morning there, he missed one, and he saw another one. So I was stubborn. I hunted the north end a couple more times. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be the kid on there the boat a... that switches to the other side of the boat because that's where the guys. Well, are that's exactly what you sh- probably should have done. Well, that's what finally Dean right. said. That he's like, "Hey guys, I'm seeing bucks over here every night. You're not. Why are you not hunting down here?" And my mindset was because it feels like. You're catching fish on the left side of the boat, and I'm not catching any fish, so I switch my lures over to your side sure. of the boat. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid and you do that shit? Yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> you go on an out-of-state. Yeah. That's why there's three of you. Yeah. To go out and be like, well, hey, that's I've what got we did. up here. Let's all go up here. There's sign everywhere. That's what we did, and we saw it. That's where we saw. A... I mean, we, I saw a really nice buck that night, came to full draw. You're not going to be very good at hunt wars. He was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was 15 yards, less than 15 yards. But there was a tree between him and me, and he wouldn't come around it. And then I I I really dropped the ball and did something really stupid. Um, the doe started to walk away, and I panicked. And I don't know why I grunted at it, dude. The buck was <laughs> that doe close. went boom. She was gone, and he went with her. And I and I immediately was like, what? Why did you do that? Like it was just I don't I know better than that. I don't know why I did it. I thought maybe it would get him to just move like he just needed to move like one step and i would have had a shot and that was it but when i did it he it was gone like so fast that was that was and then i saw another big ass buck running away next night i saw a couple big bucks that they were all running like they were running around me in the woods like last night was insane yeah well there was we it was hot the whole week through there it was like really warm so the finally a cold front was coming in the day we needed to leave for the day after we needed to leave. So we like were catching the very front of that. So I hunted <clears throat> they my dad and Scott hunted the same area. I hunted the same south chunk but on the other side of it, on the west side. That morning I went out there the night before, scouted it, saw some I loved where I was at. Great sign, middle of nowhere, nobody was back there. Yeah. Didn't see anything the next morning. I hunted it that night and I got to full draw on a buck that I would I was gonna kill him. I had him at nine yards on the ground without a blind. But he only had seven points or six points. He was a three by three. He was like a hundred and twenty inch framed six point. He probably wouldn't have scored one twenty really? he was only six. Yeah, he was the biggest six point I've ever had in Bowen. You got like eleven inch. But time. you have to shoot four points on a the side there. Yeah, so he lived. Home. I was gonna stick his ass. And then my dad Whoops. almost got run over <laughs> on the walk out. He had a hundred and forty inch buck like five feet from him chasing a doe. Yeah. So we saw bucks there. Yeah, that's why, to me, like, the trip was a success. We got on deer. It just took the whole trip yep. to figure them out. But we got on them. To me, that was, to me, that was like, really all I, I went into that trip thinking, I just want to put myself in the area that the, the bucks are at. Yeah, like that if was you, your if you're going to get close to bucks like that in a, high, a very highly pressured area, yeah. which it sounds like it was. You did something right. You did something right. Yeah, it's not, it's not luck that, I mean, I mean no. it could be luck, but. I don't feel like it's luck after you spend a whole week trying to figure them out. Yeah, and so, Dean's a really good hunter. 
Yeah, I mean, he missed one the second day there. He <laughs> should have killed one. He doesn't miss. <clears throat> I was really surprised to hear that he did. And yeah, he the saw first, some the first spot bucks. he picked is where all the bucks were. <laughs> he saw some bigger bucks. And then some boys from Minnesota who have been coming there a few years, they shot a decent little – they a little 100-inch buck. And then there was some dudes from Michigan who have been coming back there for 16 years. Yeah. So there's obviously some deer in the area. And they shot one and wounded one. And then there was another dude there who wounded one before we got there. Yeah. So we, we, I was happy we found a spot. It was a uh, successful trip. We just didn't. We should have yeah, brought one home, and we didn't. Then Dean convinced us to leave Sunday night, drive all the way through the night, get back to my camper, or my campground, my campground, my hunting lease at five in the morning. Park the, the camper back where it goes, and then drive home. And then what did he do? Take a nap and go kill a buck on his yep, own property. Took a nap, washed <laughs> all of his gear again, and went out and stuck a good buck. Another pope and young dude. Yeah, shot a one twenty eight. Yep. Him and I ended up tracking. Yep. So we, because we we were gonna sleep like sleep halfway into like six in the morning, seven. Yeah, and drive pack home, pack up and leave, get go. home Monday night. And he's like, "Fuck that, we'll just drive through the night." Well, I'm glad birds. we did. Thank God we did. Yeah, dude, you're that the funniest thing is we drove, we drove, and your dad took a turn driving at the end. <laughs> he drove. He he's got a lead foot. Oh, so yeah. when I drive my when I pull my camper, I, I'm I like kind of only do like 65, I think, you know, 65, 70 maybe. <laughs> Bro, he was like every bit of 75 the whole way, if not closer to 80. <laughs> I was like, damn, mm-hmm. it was pretty funny. <laughs> He's also been towing trailers for like yeah, twice oh my yeah. Lifetime, I mean, I so. felt completely, I felt completely safe with him doing it. It just was like. Man, you're driving a lot faster than I do. Like, maybe you just and then, the whole way. Maybe, yeah, maybe you should have drove the whole time I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? You had a kid? <clears throat> that was John had, had a you kid. You had a new boy, right? Yeah, yeah. and then you guys got or back what day? Yeah, you had you a got, girl. We got back the, oh boy, what did we get back? It was a week before opening day. Yeah, the 6th or 7th he shot his buck. Yeah, well, seven. Yeah. I want to say the 7th. Yeah, it was yeah. a week, and then because that Saturday night I shot mine and you shot yours when? The tenth, right? I shot mine the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. <clears throat> yeah. So two days later, you guys get back. I'm building a barn with my buddy, and my wife calls. Is like, I don't feel so well. So, I think I might be having a baby. Well, because uh, the due date was November 9th, and uh, that's pretty close. I, I was not gonna. She wasn't gonna let me go hunt. So right. I'm like, I'm gonna go to my neighbor's house and build a barn. And I was up in the trusses. We're laying rafters up, and she gives me. I was like, my phone's on. Anything happens, call me. She calls me like, I don't know. I, th- I feel like I'm just having contractions. <clears throat> like, well, how far apart are they? She's like, I don't know, like six minutes. And I guess that what's what's the time? Like, I don't fucking like know. One, like one minute. I only had one kid. And I didn't pay attention. Like two to minutes that. or two, <laughs> one or two minutes. She's like, they're like six minutes apart. Like, sure. Okay. So good. I just I take my time, go back, and uh, I saw some time and little Caesars, man. I was like, let me know. Dude, it ran through me. I was like, let me know when when you're uh, having a contraction, so I start it. And and then all of a sudden, she's like, all right, I'm having another one, so I stop it. It's like uh, f- 55 seconds. I'm like, get in the car. She's like, well, we got to drop all the stuff off at my kid, at my, uh, at my mom's house. I'm like, nope, we're going to the hospital. So we go there, triage, boom. The nurse is like, oh, shit. Pretty much looks at it and like, oh, yeah. She's like, you want to have a baby today? She's like, yeah. She's like, well, it's coming, like, right now. So <laughs> we go get admitted, boom, baby comes out. November 9th, a nine-pound, two-ounce, three-ounce baby girl. Sweet little baby. Aww, yeah. Little baby Piper. That, that was John's trophy. And so that's my hunt season. Trophy, but it was <laughs> so That's my hunting season. <laughs> November 9th. So you think what? I'm going out on the on the 15th? Nah. No. 
That's what happens when you have sex on Valentine's Day. Yeah. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm but not going. I don't hunt opening day ever. If I would have, I would have <coughs> went up to the cabin in the UP, and I'd just go up there and pretty much cook and have fun. But that, none of that, that was happening. Yes. Yeah. Oh. How come I can't hear it? Everybody can hear it. Dumb. So that was my hunt season, and uh, yeah. That's <laughs> and you. <laughs> so yeah, I went out. I wasn't really having any good <clears throat> sits, like nothing exciting. I wasn't seeing shooters. November 13th, I went out to a spot that I hadn't hunted since early October. Pulled the camera, nothing too exciting on it. I had a couple. Sh- I actually had a shooter on camera that I wasn't ever seeing, but he was a giant. And I wanted to kill him. So I went and sat there. I hadn't seen a single deer. I stood up my ladder stand, looked over to my right, and this buck is coming through the woods right now. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to shoot that deer. Grabbed the bow. He walked into 16 yards. I shot him, and when I let it rip, and I hit him. I felt good when I let it go. He was 16 yards. I stopped him. He's broadside. I stuck him, and as soon as the arrow hit him, I, like, freaked out. I was like, I hit him too high. That's not good. I immediately thought that I fucked it up. He kind of bellied back and went, and he stopped at like 50 yards. I went to knock another arrow. He's standing there broadside. I knock another arrow, and as soon as it clicks on my string, the fucker does a little wee wobble and tips right over. Hmm. Died in like 50 yards. I double lunged him because those broadheads are nasty. What did he oh. score? Yeah, that's what we're all shooting. He was small. Sure. He didn't score very good. His troll cars. They are hybrids. sweet. The nastiest broadheads. We don't get anything from them. We no. don't even get those. No, for but I have killed like a dozen deer with Boy, them, and I have only seen two now not die, and one was a one. And they fly, so the, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I, w- I would hunt with a field tip, because I just want field. I want accuracy, and that was a problem with my old bow. Accuracy with penetration and it wouldn't proper paper cutting. tune. Yeah. Like I needed I, to I, penetrate. I want to be able to shoot my bow all season and then not have to tune it up for a broadhead mm-hmm. during hunting season. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you shoot? What? Why don't you shoot your <laughs> Why don't you shoot your broadheads out of your bow all season for practice? Oh, uh, so you want me yeah, to go? Yeah, those are really cheap. Yeah. Well, shoot I one. Just shoot one. Forty dollar broadhead. Yeah, but just shoot one. This guy. Why don't you just shoot one? Have you ever been? You've never been to a shoot like a three D shoot. Oh, you're talking about going to? Okay, now I'm when I'm just practice. talking about practicing. Anyways, well then after Nico shoots his buck, Ziggler, what do you do? I shot a buck that I practiced with the arrows all year long. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you get skipped. <laughs> uh, no, I shot my buck. I shot my target buck. I had one. This was like the worst year camera-wise on my property. Last year, the year before, I had big, giant bucks all day, every day. This year, nothing. All spikes, forkies, nothing. I was not excited. I had one picture of one really nice buck on September something, and then again on October 6th, and then he never showed up on any of my, I had like six cameras, didn't show up on one of them, never saw him again, nobody around there was seeing him, he had a crooked brow tie, and that's what I, how I described him, and then uh, the last night of bow season at like 4.30. You called your shot too. So you sat down, you said you're going to buck around and walk right there. I did. <laughs> I did because that was pretty much the perfect shot. I mean, that's where you needed him to go. But I don't think that I did anything special other than the fact that I knew that spot was good for the wind that I had. And there I mean, 100 pounds of corn. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no corn. Well, there was corn in a field. But um, I, I – Feel like on private land, I'd try to hunt the wind, but at this at a certain point, like 
sometimes I just there's not there's nothing I can do. Like the deer might be coming from this way. And yeah, they're especially bed, with especially my your property. Yeah, totally uh, you, they're betting in the one area, and you got a bad. Wind, yeah, my property. that day. My yeah. property's tough. Yeah, and I'm not yeah. gonna not. I don't have. I only have a certain amount of days, so I'm gonna have to try to rely on my scent control. Anyways, I picked this spot because that was the good wind. It was that spot me and John hung like two years ago and hunted out of, and that John almost convinced me to shoot. Remember that buck that came out? You snort wheezed it and came in? Which you did shoot. I shot it. In with during, your gun. With my gun. <laughs> and it took us a whole year to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I sat there, and then I had a lady come walking up behind me on the neighbor's property, and I'm 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 on kind of like a, a ridge that goes east and west, and she's up on the top of the ridge on a cornfield, and there's like woods between us, and she stops, and she's walking her dog, and she's looking at me, and she sees me at the tree, and then she keeps walking. And then she went west, and maybe 20 minutes later, I see a big-ass body deer, just a flash of a deer, walking north, probably about, like, 300 yards away down from Down in me. that little area. Yeah, down on the other side of it. Yeah, over where we saw those birds. <laughs> yep. And then the, would be east side? Well, uh, west, west of me. Southwest of you. Yeah, yeah, southwest yeah, yeah. of me. Southwest so I'm, yeah. I'm, I see him. I see a deer. I'm, and you know, I had the feeling that it's a buck, which that doesn't mean shit because half the time we have feelings and it doesn't always turn out. Anyways, he's going north, right towards where that lady walked, and I'm thinking that's it. He's gonna get up there and he's gonna wind her. Her, she's, he's gonna catch her. Her scent. She just laid down walking with her dog, and he's gonna go somewhere else. So he disappears, and I threw a couple grunts out, and. I got the camera pointed in that direction, and all of a sudden, there he is, coming right towards me, like 40 yards. I'm like, holy shit. And he's on the neighbor's property, so I can't do anything until he steps over uh, the property line, which I'm hunting on. And he's literally just coming right in the exact route that you would want him to take in this spot. And he took maybe three steps over the property line, and I sent one through him, and then I totally totally second guess my shot and thought i missed him and i mean he, he i watched him drop i still didn't think i shot him i thought he laid down at the, at the top, i feel like that's like a normal like you well did, i've met you it was, knew you smoked him that was my first time, there's doubt in your head like, yeah i mean that I was my first I was nervous with the quarter and two shot but yeah. yeah and that was my first that's my first buck this is my first kill with a bow i've only been seriously bow hunting for probably five years that's my first kill with a bow and so i've missed a handful of deer so i'm so used to that and and now, you know, I, sh- I hit this buck. He does everything you think he should do when, when you shoot a buck. And he goes, trots off maybe 70 yards, slows down, and then just kind of topples over and into some CRP. But I can't see him. So I, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, he, he, probably, <laughs> he probably just laid down. <laughs> <laughs> like so, he was just tired yeah running. these guys are all like gotta go look go look so i went good. i went and found blood and i said dude I, i'm telling you i still i found blood i'm like he's probably not dead i'm gonna walk up on him he's gonna run i'm not so I, I didn't want to go anywhere near him i was afraid to go to up to him because i thought for sure he's there's no way that i killed this deer well he was dead deader than dead perfect shot uh double lung and that was my uh my first Buck. Hey, you're a first, dick. Your dude. first bow kill is Pope and Young. That's, yeah, he was 131, is. I measured him. And it's weird. It, it's deceiving. Like, the pictures that I took are terrible. He looks so small in those pictures. But 
we measured him twice. We measured him at my dad's house, and then we measured him at my buddy's bow shop because he had a big buck contest going, and he came out and looked what we were doing, and he's like, yep, that's what it is. I mean, he's six inches around at the base of his yeah, antlers. And Sweet. he, uh, I have him on camera the last two years, actually. That's awesome. So it was good. It was, it was good. You, After that. What age him at, three and a half? I'm, I'm going to assume – I'm gonna assume he's three and a half years old. I, I don't. I don't know. I didn't take him in or anything. But after that, I was pretty much. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that, dude? What was that? Nobody knows that you just snapped your head like. You, didn't, you guys didn't hear that? Holy shit. It sounded like. Did you hear it? What was it? Hunter farted. No, I think it was you. Me. Oh, John farted. <laughs> It sounded like something going. Yeah, it was. So, but after that, I, I, I really, I was so like excited about killing a huge buck and one with my bod. I didn't even care after that. I was like, I took the, I took Austin out. I went out gun hunting. I took Austin out, and from there on, I treated deer hunting as like a social gathering to get together with people that I wanted to hang out with. But at at, at which that makes point. it nice because you know you're not so Pressure's frustrated. Off. Oh pressured. man, yeah. I I it was probably the best deer season I've ever had because last year I was just stressed the whole time. <laughs> my gun season, I wanted one buck and one buck only, and I didn't. I never saw him. He was under my tree stand November 14th at night, and then November 15th at like one, two, and three in the morning. <clears throat> I hunted right down the fence, or like within 100 yards of my tree stand in a blind, because it was pouring rain and windy and shit, and I had no pictures of him. Since then, so, so that was November. Now what? Now what happened? December. December. <laughs> Anything happened in December? Killed a bunch of ducks in a split. Um, Crushed two does the other day. Yeah, I shot two does to end the season out. Um, shout out to buddy Nick. He caught a 55-inch sturgeon through the that ice. Was, dude, that was huge. That's fucking. That was so cool. cool. That was pretty awesome. Are we gonna be able to ice fish this year? Heck nope. yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Well. What? Are we gonna be able to ice fish this year? We're gonna have no, to drive north because you have a kid. And a no, I think God. no. It, it, <laughs> Did we'll you be, forget you have a family? Give it February. <laughs> I bet by by the first week of February we'll be able to go wherever we want. Which is really annoying because my my goal is to get on ice before Christmas every year. Every year, like it I, doesn't happen. When's the I'm, last I'm time that very, happened? 2018. Yeah, 2019. I got, I got on ice before. Did you? 2019. Yeah, 2019. Oh yeah, that makes yeah two years. 2019, ago. two years ago. Oh, you're talking about November like, was cold two years ago. You're going up. 2015 what? was the last time we had no, real yeah. true cold No, I went on ice. Whitmore. I was on Whitmore in 2019 before yeah, Christmas. I think 2016 was the last time Lake St. Clair froze over. Yeah, like 2015-2016 winter was probably the nastiest winter I can remember. There was 22 inches of ice, 7 yeah. miles out in the Saginaw people Bay. Trucks. Yeah, the DNR was checking people with their truck on the Saginaw Bay. The parking yeah. lot was 2.5 miles out where we were at. It was awesome. So awesome. People were fishing Lake Erie through the ice. That hasn't happened since then. So awesome. At least not in Michigan waters or Ohio. So yeah, that not, nothing happened. So fingers crossed. We I just want to spear a pike in the face, dude. I I want to go. That's what I'm talking about. I want to yeah. go. We I either got we either gotta go. We all either gotta plan. Either. I have a good spot to go north and do even it. Even if it's just two days. Right. Even if we just go up and we, do. we just leave t- tonight and go and come home uh-huh. the next night. Yeah, I'm down. figure speech. But I got places on the Saginaw Bay that I went casting this this summer, and I saw some of the biggest northerns, and I've caught one of my bigger northerns. It was mid 30s. Oh boy, uh, Jake Marshall goes up there. I spear him up there all the time. Yeah, don't where? Lake what lake? Mar- it's uh, Lake Margreath. Margreath. You're not supposed to keep too many eat too many fish out of there because they had some sort of toxic spill. But I mean, shit, I'm game. I ain't scared. Right. So you're not like supposed to eat them out of the Detroit River that many either, and you do too. So we got a. Uh, my buddy's got a cabin I've been going up to for oh. many of years. And that was close. It's up in the UP, and there's a. He's on the <laughs> lake. It's called Lake Marquis. 
It's awesome. It'll be awesome for panfish. It's awesome for wait what? It'd be awesome for panfish. Like uh, no bluegills. Oh, like heavy. <laughs> there is. It's also I surrounded. That. So you don't uh, like bluegill? It's uh, it's in the middle. He it's owns 140 bluegill with a bobber in the summertime. <laughs> 140 acres in the middle of the Ottawa National Forest. Why are you standing forest, over there? 180,000 acres. That's pretty awesome. And there's water don't, don't all over the place. Don't mind them not listening anymore. I gotta go. We'll go fishing together. It's in the middle of Fuck these guys. You don't have to go. I'm I going. do. He's but, gonna leave. No, I have to go oh. home. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta go home. I gotta start my truck. <laughs> but anyways, let's wrap it. So that's December, up. and then stay now, tuned for more. January and squirrels. Oh, Our fucking squirrel tournament got canceled. Yeah. COVID. I hate COVID. I hate you, COVID. I'm Gretchen sorry. Whitmer. I mean, what? So what are we going to do this year? Squirrels, rabbits. No, I'm saying, like, we're well, going to try to get some guests on our podcast. We're going to try to Yeah, who do you get, want us to have on our podcast? Yeah, send, tell us, us. send us somebody that you. Zone, hunt Wars or whatever. Hunt yeah, we got Hunt Wars. Uh, he'll be on our next episode. That's he will Troy. be on uh, Troy. Troy. And uh, t- Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. Fuck you, Ezekiel. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you got a guest or you want to be on the show or whatever, I mean, if you're cool, we'll let you come on. <laughs> Should be like cooler if you did. Yeah. We'll probably go try to do some uh, coyote hunting for coyote sure. Coyote hunting this early, early spring. I mean, we're we'll filming the we're filming the show regardless. We're filming the show regardless. That that's gonna go on, but yeah. The podcast, you know, we're gonna try to get you one one episode a month at least. March I'd like to get more. Here. We want to yeah. try to get some some cool guests on this year. When are we releasing our first episodes this year? Of our show? Early April. Why are we setting a deadline? We're not going to be able to meet. We yeah, just talked uh, about this at the beginning of the show. We <laughs> <have, laughs> we're going to put... At thir- some point, we'll pump out some episodes, and you'll have 13 by next January We're going to have 13 episodes out by this year. <laughs> we don't Any know when. So, stay tuned. Jake's really ready keep, to go. He's already keep got follow- his <laughs> Keep following <laughs> us. Um, start my truck real quick. Oh, my God. Uh, I it's because go he just shit his pants. You must go no, change. no, I, I got to go. I just got to go. <laughs> All right. All right, that's that. Uh, Okay, until next time. Peace and love and drink up. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.